It's time once again for the Passion to Succeed podcast, where we explore the traits, mindsets, and attitudes of passionate and successful individuals. This show is for anyone who wants to make a difference, make more money, learn from the greatest minds, and discover how to be more successful in all you do and doing it with a pure passion to succeed. Here's your host, serial entrepreneur, successful author, and the world's most passionate master coach, Craig White. Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another Passion to Succeed podcast show. I'm your host here, Craig White. I'm really excited today. I mean, the, the base and the foundation of our show is really to have an impact worldwide, bring in millionaire mindsets, their concepts, their inspiration, and really the passion that lies within them to the ears of the, the millions around the globe. So really, really excited and, and stoked today to be bringing an amazing guy and uh, someone I stumbled, in actually, stumbled across actually only a couple of years ago. Um, and I've really found that this gentleman is, is having a, a, an impact on the world with a mission to be a leader of change and, a, and a, a, an individual that brings the many together to impact. I think the goal is 150 million people worldwide. And it's a, an absolute pleasure to be bringing a, a, an NLP live trainer, uh, the founder, in fact, the CEO of NLP Live Training, the largest NLP training company around the world today, uh, also a founder of the best for you magazine and uh, events a unique platform to bring you know the the personal development world together to give people an arena to to meet to involved and to associate with like-minded individuals so a massive welcome to Bernardo Moya welcome to the show today Bernardo how are you I'm good Craig thank you so much for inviting me how are you yeah I'm fantastic as always uh, having a great day I believe your uh, seminar today in London and um, so we're really grateful for you taking time out of your your schedule to to uh, work with us today and the um, and to give something to the listeners of passion to succeed. So, hey, look, um, I know um, a little bit about your journey, and I really wondered if you could share a little bit of your story because I know you've been an entrepreneur now for over thirty years in business, um, but your personal development journey started. You know, less than half of that, about 10 years ago. How, how did you go from loving personal development into developing a, a business based around change and, and having that impact on the globe? Um, well, I was forced into it in a way. Uh, I, you know, I, I loved, um, I, I like pretty a lot of us, I suppose, over the years. I had read loads of books related to personal, professional uh, growth, you know, Think and Grow Rich, um, Jim Ron, massive fan of Jim Ron, Brian Tracy, um, you know, Tony Robbins, uh, but you know, kind of, it was, uh, it was, it was uh, a book that really impacted me, which was change your life in seven days, which was seven days, which was Paul McKenna's, uh, all based on, on, on NLP training and Richard's Richard Bandler's work mm-hmm. that really brought me to this. And, uh, and that's how I, I kind of got got into it. And, but it was, it was mainly because I was in the, I was in the real estate, uh, industry market, um, and uh, from early years, I started. Um, I started in Timeshare actually, and then from Timeshare, we went on to. I went on to uh, developing properties and selling properties. And uh, the second time, so was, uh, the first time it happened when I was 26, uh, I lost pretty much um, all my money. I, I lost everything. I started all over again at 26, and then it happened again at, at the age of 38. And uh, yeah, I, I hit the second real estate market in Spain, but it caught me in a in a bad way that. They caught me kind of, un- I wasn't really prepared for what was going to happen. Uh, but but I was, in a way, kind of uh, on a different journey. That's when I already was an NLP, I think, master practitioner by then. Okay. And it really helped me kind of like uh, to 
reframe the situation, look at, at, at the potential opportunities of how I could, uh, you know, change this. And, um, and that was it. Um, so a friend of mine who actually worked for, for Paul, uh, McKenna that was actually uh, tell me said look you know they're going to close the training company down was Paul is off to LA would you be interested in in, in taking over where Paul left and uh, and that was it and uh, I had to because you know at that time uh, you know the banks and um, and and everything was just uh, was just you know taking me down really and uh, and I had to start all over again and that's what I did so, uh, so I commuted what's... backwards and forwards from London to Spain for for the first three years and started a training company. So from one one door closes and uh, an almighty door opens. I mean, I know you're a believer of the law of attraction. Obviously, you know the the end of the words action. So I know I, I think we're we're kind of you know along the same lines. Your law of attraction is great in the visualization, but unless you're putting something into action, you know it, it, the opportunity being presenting itself to you, Bernardo, is not just enough. I mean, what were the from the kind of the, I guess the depths of despair? Um, what lessons did you learn, and what steps did you take to kind of turn that? challenge around into success what what could you you know maybe suggest to the leaders because i think everyone goes through uh, a, a journey in life and it's very much not what happens to them i guess bernardo but how they respond to it and you know obviously your response has been magnificent i guess well look i mean um as i said i mean for me nlp train and nlp um, really helped me because one of the things that it does it teaches you how to think uh it teaches you how to think big. It teaches you how to visualize things and uh, and to be driven. So, I mean, I thought I was always kind of a, a very entrepreneurial individual and and very positive and and uh, but but this gave me just that set of skills where where I knew what I was doing in, in, as far as that. But you know, for me, uh, what what it has been is just uh, it has been always that. It's just been a lot of work. I think. Um, I think people, the challenge they have, first of all, they don't know how to think, and, and, and second is they don't think big. So people tend to tend to get flustered, and and you know, and, and and they and they take whatever it is that's happening, change, adversity, as as something that's bad. I think the moment you start reframing these situations as, okay, what can I learn from this? Why am I here now? Because whatever it is or wherever you are now, is the actions that you took in the past or the inactions of you took in the past. So it, it really is in, is is in looking at change as a good thing uh, and as looking at adversity uh, as an opportunity you know you were saying action within action but it's also you know i think it's steve Covey or napoleon hill you know out of every adversity comes an equal or greater opportunity so i've always been on the lookout for that i've always been out on the lookout for okay what am i learning from this why why am i doing this but i, I just think you just got to push hard you know and i think a lot of entrepreneurs do that but sometimes they just tend to hold back so I've, I've just never held back. I've always gone forward and, and just thinking that anything and everything is possible. So, and, you know, that's with NLP. And obviously being in this industry helps you to, to ha- have that frame of mind. So, I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned a little bit of reframing and, and obviously the, the power of how, you know, neurolinguistic programming has you know, really influenced you. I mean, the world, the world is, is open to personal development. I think, you know, in my opinion, you know, people are starting to wake up to see that there's more than just being sucked into the nine to five and, you know, being socially and environmentally conditioned and maybe making a, a change and realizing there's much more like the platforms that you've created with, you know, the best, best, best U Expo, which is, you know, obviously huge. I know the next one's in, in February on the 15th and 16th, obviously the magazine, but also all the, the trainings and the collaborations that you do to impact people. People have access to this, but what's holding them back in your experience and, and you know, opinion from actually acting on it is there is there a missing link you, you know is reframing or their their area of focus what what is it that can people change to 
to start acting on what they learn. Are you still there, Bernardo? Yeah, sorry, sorry, I, I am. I just had it on mute. Um, yeah, no, I, I think the challenge is, is that uh, a lot of people don't really um, push themselves enough. You know, I, I think people tend to settle for average. You know, I was, I was, I was listening to <coughs> Grant Cardone the other day, and, you know, like, uh, people don't buy average. No one buys average. But but then we, we tend to be, there's a lot of people that that, uh, that are happy with being average. They're happy to be in Joe Blog that works on a job from nine to five, and that is getting paid and is not really pushing himself or herself, you know. And 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 I think that's the problem. I, I think the, the reason I came up with the name or the brand, The Best You, was because ultimately I think, well, it's, it's a good name, it's a good brand. And it's, you know, but people tend to say that. They tend, oh, the best you can be, the best you. But 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 we are obliged to become the best you. And, and, and we have to because, you know, by you becoming the best version of yourself, you're going you're gonna to have an immediate impact on those around you. And that could be your kids, you know, your family, your loved ones. Your friends, uh, you know, you could be working in an environment where, you know, everyone's driven, motivated and, and happy and focused on, on a bigger picture. And also you can have an impact that that's globally. I just think that people tend to settle. We tend to believe that we're in, we know we know that we have mortality. And I want to say this, we, we know that we're mortals, but we tend to believe that we're immortal. I can do it next year. I can leave it till next week. Well, you don't know you can actually. And, 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 and um, you know, one of the uh, books that I've read, which was about, you know, this lady, um, I can't remember her name right now, but um, she had studied uh, this Australian lady who studied all these people that were in their dead, uh, in their bed, in their dead, <laughs> sorry, in, in their bed death. And they were talking about uh, kind of their regrets. And one of the regrets is, is not pushing themselves, you know, not pushing themselves enough or, or trying to please everyone. You can't please everyone all the time. And, and this takes me to kind of my next thought is that, you have to be selfish when it comes to you. Unfortunately, sometimes people want to please everyone, and 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 by pleasing everyone, they're, they're unhappy. They they they're not pushing themselves. And 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 you know, you have to be a little bit selfish in wanting to become the best version of yourself. Do exercising more, doing more sports, you know, doing whatever it is that you want to do, and doing it now. So I, I don't know why people hold back. It's very frustrating. But uh, after ten years, uh, you know, with more than five hundred speakers that I promoted and fifty thousand people attending all the different seminars and workshops, I see that very frequently. There's those that have given up. There's those that have these dreams and these visions but keep procrastinating. And then there's those that go and do it. Yeah. So I think, you know, I mean, obviously you talk about being selfish. I guess there's almost having that loyalty to yourself. People often talk about, you know, the lack of loyalty from other people, but people are loyal to their own values and their own priorities. I mean, what, what core values do you think that drive you? I know you're a family guy. Um, and obviously you've got that passion to impact, but what, what are your core values that you think are at the, the heart of what passionately drives you from the inside out? I think, um, I think honesty is, is, is one, um, I, you know, kind of, I was talking the other day and, and these two sub, these two words came up, honesty and, um, and the other one is, is about being a bit selfish. I, I, I particularly am, I, I'm on my journey of becoming the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, I have to carry on pushing the boundaries of what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not. But honesty is a big thing. You know, I, I think people struggle with honesty. They, they struggle so much in, in people telling them, you know, what they actually um, are thinking. And, and, and if we're not honest with ourselves, and that's the first thing, are you honest with yourself? Are you asking yourself the right questions? Um, so, you know, honesty is one. And then, yes, is thinking is 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 really important and then you know asking yourself empowering questions 
a lot of people don't push themselves. So if they're not honest with themselves or they're not asking themselves empowering questions like, you know, how can I be better today? How can I help more people? How can I be more motivated? If you do that permanently, constantly on a daily basis, you know, your 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 unconscious is going to find ways to to find solutions for that. I mean, many of us have gone to bed one night thinking of a problem or a challenge that we may have and the next morning wake up with a solution. So, you know, we, we, we have a lot more knowledge than we, we, we tend to believe that we are. So I don't know if I've answered your question. Yeah, no, I, I guess obviously, you know, you talk about the questions that you're asking your, your, yourselves. I mean, would you say that's a personal habit of yours that's contributed to your success over the years? You know, waking up and, you know, asking yourself the right questions. Well, well, you know, you you know that I, I don't think I've actually had this conversation with you, but basically, my new book, which is coming out in February, is called The Question, okay. and uh, and it's and it's been the summary of of my experience in ten years, and 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 ultimately in in a, in in kind of my personal journey of how I've gone from reading a book to attending a seminars to promoting people to to working with all sorts of people and and what I've learned from them. And the industry in general. So, yes, absolutely. Asking yourself empowering questions is one of the most important things that you can do and the quality of your thoughts. So if you wake up every morning and you are aware of your thoughts and what is it you're thinking? Are you thinking empowering things? Are you thinking positive things? Are you are you thinking of how amazing, you know, life can be? And then if you are asking yourself the empowering questions, you know, what did I do yesterday? That I, What didn't I do yesterday that I can do today? You know, or, or how can I how can I? How can I get my book published or how can I how can I um, become a motivational speaker? Whatever it is that people you know are looking for, if they ask themselves those empowering questions, answers and solutions are going to start popping up. So absolutely, it uh, is one of the most powerful and important things out there, in my opinion. That's absolutely fantastic. So I guess it's having an awareness and a, and a mindfulness of who, what we're, what we're doing, where we are and what we need to do to move forwards. So... Um, with your, obviously, uh, NLP, you, you became a, a master practitioner and obviously you're running events now. You're actually running one today. I, I guess, you know, I mentioned briefly that the world's waking up more to personal development. I think neurolinguistic programming has become more um, maybe popular or people have genuinely become more aware of it around the globe, uh, particularly here in the UK where I'm based um, and, and yourself. Um, what, what would be your advice to to people to actually stop looking at it from the outside and actually get involved and, and learn NLP themselves so they can positively, you know, make the changes in life that they need to. Because I guess a lot of people are still looking and thinking, should I, shan't I? You know, what advice could you give them to attend one of your events, for example? Yeah, look, I mean, uh, people will obviously think, well, of course he's biased and, you know, of course he's going to recommend NLP. Look, NLP is not, it's not something that I've developed. I... It's, it's the work of Richard Bandler. I'm, I'm his promoter. Okay, I, I've created a lot. Obviously, I've promoted a lot of people. I mean, NLP Life Training is the largest NLP training organization in the world because we get people from all over the world. I mean, we're running a seminar right now, and I can tell you, we have people from Singapore, Malaysia, uh, Australia, Vietnam, Taiwan, uh, China, um, Poland, Bulgaria, Germany. You, you name it. People come from all over the world to learn this. So, look... Um, so I, I, I've made it uh, more accessible. I've created more awareness of Richard's work through through the platforms that, that I've done. But but in my mind, in my mind, with the greatest respect to all the thinkers that are out there, to all the people that publish books, uh, to all these amazing motivational speakers, if they are not or if you are not NLP trained with the greatest of respect, I don't really I, I don't know how to say this. I, 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 you've got something missing. There's something essential missing 
in in your in in, in what yeah. you do because you know you can read all the books in the world you, you can attend all the seminars in the world which are the, i know there's a lot of seminar junkies out there and there's a lot of people that just read books because that's what they love doing and then or, or they buy books and then they leave them on the shelf the thing is is that understanding how to think and understanding how your brain how you can manage your brain how you can use language for yourself and others in order to communicate better, in order to kind of like, you know, have a better, more fulfilled life, how to get rid of limiting beliefs, i.e. phobias. You know, people are dictated by phobias. 30 years, they can't go on a plane or or they can't go on a lift or, you know, it affects their lives and their lives of their families. If you can't do that, then, you know, it doesn't really make much sense to carry on reading or doing other things. So NLP is essential. It's an essential set of skills that everyone should have. And the younger you learn them, the better. And anyone, I, I haven't met anyone that's come to an NLP course, uh, you know, on day one, day two, day three, thinking, oh, my God, why am I learning this now? This is absolutely phenomenal. Nonverbal communication, eye accessing cues, you know, and so many things. So NLP is extremely powerful. I would highly recommend whatever. Listen, read a book, go online, check some videos, uh, you know, come to our webpage, you know, whatever it is that you want. There's so many resources out there. And then if you are going to train, make sure that you do train with either someone that is society trained, or if you do have the opportunity, obviously, to train with a man who's dieted, which is Richard Bandler, um, that, that's what you should do. Well, look, yeah, I mean, I think that there is that access, but I think, that, I mean, I'm sure you agree, there's nothing like being in a room with like-minded individuals and actually having that, you're building relationships as well, aren't you? And you're, you're probably more open and, and susceptible to change than just reading a book or just watching a YouTube video. Um, so I guess, you know, indulge in personal development, but, but look at getting the event. So, I know there's a link on your website, uh, www.thebestyou.co, um, to the NLP training um, that you guys are running. How, how often do you run these events, and do you run them just in the UK? You mentioned you you were to and from in from Spain, Bernardo. Are you, is your heritage from Spain? Do you? Where do you I live? am. I am. I, I was born here, but yeah. my parents are Spanish. I, I left here when I was nine, brought up in Spain. I am bilingual. I consider myself Spanish, actually. So my That's mother awesome. tongue is Spanish. Um, but yeah, no, I've been I've been working in London for ten years. Uh, we I, I go backwards and forwards, not as much as I would like to. I'm travelling a lot more to the US now because uh, we did our expo over there. So, uh, you know, I did my first expo in Long Beach in California. But we started to launch these legacy clubs, the best two legacy clubs. We started launching them all over the place, and we launched some in in the US. So I'm spending a bit more time backwards and forwards between here and there. Where, where, I'm, I mean, I'm a lover of Spain. I've got a, a little bit of heritage. My my great grandfather was from the Basque region. And I, I spend a lot of my time out there. I, I love the country and the, the environment. Whereabouts in Spain is your family from? Um, yeah, south of Spain. I'm actually from, from Marbella, which is um, okay. near Malaga. Andalusia. On the Costa del Sol, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I, t- I spend a lot of time in Marcia. I've just actually returned from Malaga. I've been over doing uh, a couple of events over there. So Nice. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful country, hey. Beautiful culture. My Spanish Bernardo is certainly not bilingual, though. <laughs> however, okay. my, however, my children are. Hey, look, Bernardo, oh. I, I, I'm I'm really grateful that uh, we've we've had some of your time um, today. I know you're really busy at your event, and um, you know I'm going to put some links because I've I've had a really good look at your your website and and you know a lot of the work that you're doing and and how you're collaborating with people. And I do think it's a fantastic platform. Um, so it's certainly something where people can you know indulge and and maybe grow some confidence if that's what they need to take the step to actually stop messing around and get shit done, right? Excuse my language. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great place to start. I mean, the reason the, the, why the Best Two Expo was so successful last year is because it has something for everyone. We had kids, we had parents, you know, we've got a room all around youth. And we had 10, well, we got for next year, 10 breakout rooms. 
So we got the empowering women, you know, inspiration zone, yoga and meditation, wealth and riches, uh, health and well-being. You know, all the rooms are themed differently. We've got uh, all sorts of exhibitors doing all sorts of really cool stuff. So you go in there, it's like a festival of learning. You know, tickets are only 10, 15 pounds. I'm happy to offer you some free tickets. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's phenomenal value. And that's what we do. I know there's a lot of other companies going out there and then you go to these events and it's a sales fest. This is not what we are. We are over delivering ridiculous amounts of content and knowledge and wisdom for two days. And it has, you know, it's our fourth year next year. We've doubled in size every year and uh, and we're hoping to have 15 to 20,000 people. So it's definitely the largest personal development event now in, in Europe and very excited to have got here so far. Yeah, I, I love I love that vibe that you're talking about because for me, I think the congruency of actually delivering content with a real integrity and honesty to to have an impact, not just you know, I think there, there is sales fests and you almost see it coming all the time. And I just think I remember going to an event once and there was a guy uh, Dennis Waitley, you would have come across him, and he was the final speaker of the day and he got up and he said, look, what's the what's the use of money and knowledge if you're unable to give it away? And, you know, he was, he was just very, you know, very direct and he's not selling anything. He was just there to really have an impact and make a difference. And I love that that's the, the vibe running through the veins of, of obviously the expo and, and again, influencing children. Um, I mean, I, I, you've got a family as well, Bernardo. So I guess you, you understand the importance of having that effect on your kids, right? So they believe and they grow confident. Yeah, listen, at the end of the day, we've got a, we've got a you know, I, I've tried to... I don't know if my kids are going to learn anything from me or not. I mean, they're doing completely different things to what I do. But all I am trying to show them is, is that kind of I've reinvented myself several times. Uh, you know, I failed, but I've got up and, and carried on. And uh, sometimes they think I'm a lunatic, but I would rather them think I'm a lunatic on a mission than yeah. someone that's sitting at home waiting for something to happen, you know. So, uh, but yes, I mean, this, these, these environments is what we need to do. We need to, we need to get in. And, and I'm, I'm noticing it, but they're getting younger and younger. I mean, we, I loved it. We had so many great... It was, it was just lovely to see kids. And I mean, I've actually got, I had in my first events an eight-year-old, a 12-year-old speaking. I think next year I've got this family of five. All of them are speaking. Five-year-old, seven-year-old, nine-year-old, 12-year-old. The family, all of them are speaking. They're just a fantastic, super cool kids. I've got this kid coming from, from Canada called Daniel uh, Bissonetti. <coughs> he's, the, he's 14. He's only 14 or 13. And he's, he's one of the most um, influential vegetarians in the world. He's speaking. He spoke at my event in Long Beach. And that's kind of what it's all about. And he's going to be, these, this family, the five speaking, this is going to be on the 15th to 16th of February next year? That's right. Yeah, they're all there. Fantastic. Well, I'll, I'll bring my girls down. Uh, I've got two girls. One's, one's seven, one's ten. And, um, you know, I have them writing adventure books and goal setting. And, uh, yeah, it's just great to be able to have that positive influence on, on the younger generation. I think we have a responsibility to, right? We do. Absolutely. Absolutely, we do. Hey, well, look, Bernardo, uh, thanks all again. Right. I could talk to you all day, but I know you're busy and um, I'm really grateful for your time. And, My pleasure. Uh, we'll look forward to connecting with you soon and, and keep doing what you're doing. It's great to see. Thank you so much. Thank have, you. Have a great day. Thanks, Greg. Take care. All the best. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we would appreciate it if you would like. Most people share through social media. Then subscribe, rate and provide a review over at iTunes and SoundCloud. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us. The Passion to Succeed show is brought to you by passiontosucceed.com. Get over to the website, subscribe, and join the community of passionate people.